Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is... No, we're not doing that. Still recording. I'm Quentin okay. McKinnon, and this, this is... Tony, Tony Hannity's. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> Man. So what's been going on with you, though? Uh, I had some people in town. Um, uh, got my... The, the group that I play with online... I think all but one of us came out to Utah, and we hung out, went to the Salt Flats, went to um, the lake, had a good time. For people who don't know geography, what's the big deal about the Salt Flats over there in in Utah? Is it salty and very flat? Because that's all I can really envision. <laughs> I just envision you guys just like making a I lot mean, of like you know barbecue, and they're like, oh, we need salt, and you're just scraping it off the ground. Is that wrong? Uh, no, as far isn't like salt, like unprocessed salt, toxic. I'm sure it is. Like, yeah, something, something in my head is telling me that that's the case. Unless it's processed, it's it's actually like toxic. The salt flats are an interesting natural occurrence because it's like perfectly flat. Like you can drive on it with a very low riding car, and you won't hit any bumps or scrapes or anything. Um, we got lucky, uh, <laughs> come to find out after we went that normally the salt flats in January aren't drivable by any means. They are muddy and nasty, but because we've had such a dry winter, they were perfect. And it just, it was absolutely perfect because we got to go out to the salt flats and enjoy this like desert environment in the winter. So it wasn't hot. It just was a nice chill so like did you guys do don't and... did you guys do donuts and stuff like that? Or oh, we did everything. I got I got the uh, I got the car up to 113 miles an hour, and I could have probably gone faster, but I didn't know. Like it was this weird thing that started going into my head of I'm going 113 miles an hour. I don't exactly know what's ahead of me. I trust that it's more salt flats, but I don't know that there is no potholes, no anything up ahead. And like, I'm thinking, you know, the smallest bump or dip or, you know, divot or anything is just going to destroy this car at this point. And also at 113 miles an hour, the smallest movements on the steering wheel are just sending you to different side, like different sizes terrifying and so i was like okay <laughs> i'm done <laughs> i'm gonna yeah. start slowing down and that was another thing is like the stopping distance was just stupid big so no mad max fury road uh reenactment on your part then no we actually we come to find out um we we're in this like smaller area of the salt flats that was kind of like walled off by like a i'd say four foot section of dirt that you had to like climb up if you wanted to get over it. Um, and we got near this dirt and the salt got really soft all of a sudden. Like we didn't pull the car into it, but we started walking towards the dirt and all of a sudden we like started sinking in. And we're like, what's going on? Come to find out the area that we're in is normally flooded. Oh. Like under about a foot of water. So could you and... make a salt snowman, AKA a salt man? <laughs> no. The salt, the salt is like rock. Like when you're driving on it, it feels like you're driving on asphalt. Is that where they do like the time trials for the fastest cars, like land yes. speed cars in the world? 
Yeah. The, and you, and you so only got to the, 113. And you did well, not no, break the sound the reason, barrier. <laughs> I did not break the sound barrier. No, I, I mean, the reason is because like, you're not Mad Max. Well, <laughs> the reason why is we actually weren't in the actual salt flats. On the oh, other yeah. side of this dirt mound was the actual salt flats. We were in you're the, in the flooded area. area. Yeah, the area that's supposed to be underwater. So we got lucky. We got so lucky there's no sign? Different ways. There's no, like, logistical sign? Hey, you can hang out here, but... Arrow pointing that away. Go over there, no, the, and it's the real salt thing flats. Is the, the area we were in was, like, had a sign that's like, this is the salt flats. Oh, so they lied and to you. It, seriously, like, after I looked it up online... Utah like, lied oh. to you. Yeah. I'd almost say Nevada. That's so close to them. They can... They can take the blame for this one. All right, then let's do it. Nevada. Sorry, Nevada. Go suck it. So what else, other than driving crazily um, and almost sinking in salt, uh, what else uh, did you guys get up to? Um, we went up to the lake and went sledding. It was one of our one of the people that was with us that was his first time sledding ever, which was kind of interesting. I don't know. We just did a bunch, like, showed showed off Utah to those who hadn't been to Utah ever before which was really cool. We just had a fun time. Oh, we went up to Antelope Island, which is in the middle of the actual Salt Lake. Um, and has a ton of animals on it. So I watch a vlogger, or I don't watch him anymore, but I used to watch a vlogger, um, and he would go to like this area called Buffalo Island. Are you familiar with this one at all? Or is it is it near Antelope Island? Do they share real estate? Like, Actually, Am I speaking I nonsensically, or or is this is this a thing? You're thinking of the same place. You're thinking of Antelope Island. Okay, there's a Buffalo Bay, but there there is no Buffalo Island. Okay, it's it's probably like nicknamed that maybe because there are a ton of buffalo on it. Yeah, but it's not Buffalo Island. I've seen some great drone footage of that place. Just the wildlife. It just looks beautiful out there. in in good weather conditions. Obviously. It uh, it definitely looks beautiful. Oh, yeah, I don't think I thing... would be able to uh, stand it, though, myself. I'm not good in nature. You can ask my wife. Nature <laughs> and me are like oil and water. Like, we can deal with it, but, you know, there, there's a point where it's, I, I need to go back to some sort Reality. of civilization. Well, I, I, grew, <laughs> I grew up in, in areas where it was very, uh, you know, very nature-y, and my parents would t- take me on walks in the nature, and... We were one with the trees and seen with the birds. And I was like, you know what? I freaking hate this. I do not want to do this. And because of that, I never really got my feet wet in the the throes of camping or doing things that young kids would normally do. And now that I'm older, I want to do it with my kids. But in reality, I don't really want to do it. But I want them to experience it. So maybe I could stay <laughs> in the RV and play Xbox while they go sing with the chipmunks. You need to have this experience with someone else. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'll just go with you. That'd be easy enough. You've gone. I don't mind your your company, and I I doubt you'll be yelling at me too often. I actually don't particularly love camping. Um, I thought you were going to say my company. I'm like, well, screw you too, then. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm not a big fan of camping. I... I can enjoy it, but for the most part, meh. Most of the times that I've gone have just been, like, miserable. You can't take a proper shower, and 
you, the the fun times are always broken up by just feeling gross. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, the, the amount of times I've seen, um, you know, vacation videos of or, or uh, I would say uh, tourism videos of people taking nice showers or bathing in the waterfalls and stuff like that. But in reality, he's like, what the hell is that? Is that a, is that a fish or a crocodile on my leg? <laughs> Get the hell yeah, off what me. They, what they never show you is, like, they jump in the the, the pool or whatever, you know, the, the natural pool and get under the waterfall and they clean off but now they got to climb out and it's all muddy and nasty (laughs) and they get mud everywhere and it doesn't come off easy and it's disgusting like that's the part they never show is like they just pop out of the pool and they're like oh i'm perfect and it's like what did you do lay down towels before you got out so i i think the consensus is i i can i can uh go out to the wilderness as long as during the same day, we are going to a place where there is fresh running water, warm water, uh, potentially with um, a room adjacent to a window that is not underground. Thank you, Las Vegas. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, that's a, that's a story Horror for another memories. time. Horrible, yep. horrible time. Um, no, the, uh, the, the idea of all your friends come together... You guys all play Xbox together in your clan, as as you call it. Uh, do you, you mentioned the name before the show? What's what's your what's the, uh, the group's name? The Salt Lake City Raiders. And the funny thing is, the name actually uh, is a placeholder or was a placeholder when I first made the group. The I couldn't think of a name. Like I'm I'm not a creative type, so I just named it the Salt Lake City Raiders because we do this activity in Destiny called raiding. Um, and it just kind of stuck. It just it hasn't gone anywhere for a couple of years now, so it became the actual name. Um, we originally started playing Destiny and kind of just grew from there. We've got about 12 members, and in like the group that plays the most with each other, there's about nine of us. Um, and we have a really good time on it. We <laughs> there There's been some fond memories. Well, how, how many times do you have, well, not times, but how many of you are actually from SLC or, or at least Utah for the most part out of the 12? Um, five. Okay. Five are in Salt Lake. Two are in LA. One's in Sacramento. And one's in Vallejo, but he never plays online. And he sucks at uh, team playing and video games, so I understand you don't want to <laughs> you don't want to let him join. He's just gonna pull you guys down. Um, no, I'm I'm actually surprised. I'm actually surprised because, um, as you as you know, um, fairly popular uh, national football team here in Oakland is the the Oakland Raiders, and I, I kind of thought that you might. Uh, in a creative manner, borrow their logo and just kind of like maybe change it a little bit to look, have like, like, uh, like, uh, the mask of one of the guys from destiny or maybe the face of Cade, for example, as, as the, as the, uh, the middle part of the logo, but then still put like SLC Raiders. I thought that would be kind of, although it's not 
creative. I'm sure a lot of other people have done that. I thought that that, that would be a uh, like your your main logo and uh, and flag, if you will. But I don't know how the NFL would feel about that. <laughs> and also, um, through Destiny, we actually have a flag. Oh, do you now? Yep. It's a couple oh, okay. birds. We, uh, it's birds? Birds. I should be afraid of birds? Come on. Where's the fire and brimstone and death? That's Here, what I'm, I'm afraid of. Hang on. For those not watching the live stream, by the way, we don't have a live stream, so don't don't get excited. Um, he's going to show me a picture of birds. Okay, here's the picture. He sent it to me. And, oh, okay. All right, it's not bad. So how would you describe that? How would I describe it? Okay, so it's like you're looking underneath. Like there's three birds. There's two small white ones and a giant red one. It looks like a, 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 a swallow. That's what she said. And um, has a really long tail and a big beak. Um but it does it's it's uh the colors a big red one, two white ones, two small white ones. I would say from a a symbolism, it definitely has an air of it has an air of like not peace necessarily, but uh drivenness. Is that a word? Like you're driven like I, I feel like if I'm looking at this, it's a little bit of patriotism for the group. Um but you're looking forward but you're above everybody because you're birds. So that lets you poop on people. <laughs> um, I like it, though. It's definitely better than the uh, four bits of seagulls that I had in my head. I knew it wasn't going to be that. I was just trying to be funny, and I failed. But this is good. This is really good. Um, what we could do, though, Quinn, is if you're okay with it, for people that are listening, we could put this in the show notes so they can look at, look at what we're talking about. I was already hoping you would. All right. Cool. So you're made of birds. That's awesome. Um, SLC. And is this going to be an annual thing, you think? We are sincerely hoping for that, honestly and truly. We had – that was the most fun I've had in a long time, hanging out with everyone and getting to meet a lot of them in person. And ah, it was was a blast. And we're going to see each other again during E3 and then uh, hopefully make it like – (laughs) <laughs> it seems like it's going to be uh, every six months because it's going to be like once in Utah and then once in California for E3. Mm-hmm. We'll see how well that goes, but it's what everyone's kind of hoping for. Is Maddie going to come with you to E3 this time? If it's open to the public, no. Um, the whole public thing was uh, kind of crap. Like it just... Oh. That's a whole nother... Another conversation. Yeah, it was rough. Yeah. No, I hated it. No, that's awesome. I don't think I have a, a group of friends um, online or offline that I can I can say that we would have, like, get-togethers and things of that nature. I'm not, I'm not very good at that. I mean, when it comes to planning our 10-year high school reunion, which is coming up very, very soon... I, I send me the event. I'll be there, but I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't know how to even start planning for it and getting the reservations together because I can't rely on people. That's the other problem. When I used to plan things for the fraternity, then people wouldn't show up, but they knew tons of times in advance, and they would say to my face, "Yeah, I'm going to be there." Then they don't show up, and it's like, "What the hell am I doing this for?" 
You were in a fraternity? You didn't know that? Alpha Phi nope. Omega. Yeah. So, just a week or two ago, uh, something kind of crazy happened uh, in Hawaii on the 13th of January. The Hawaiian citizens, pretty much all of them, received an alert on their phone stating, Ballistic missile threat inbound to Hawaii. Seek immediate shelter. This is not a drill. How would you feel? <laughs> and that was at, that was like at 8.07 a.m. You know, people were just getting up to get ready to go to work, school, you know. Yeah, that, uh, I don't even know what I'd do. Like, I, I, I genuinely don't know what I would do in that situation. That is terrifying. Yeah. Is it, it's so, it's so, uh, in, was it unspecific? Unspecific? Is that the word? Unspecific? Well, no, what I'm are you genuinely trying to asking. Say? It, it, well, it's, I'm trying to say like, it's not, it doesn't specifically say like, it's a nuclear bomb or if, if it, whatever it is, it's, it's non-specific. Well, it's, yeah, it says like ballistic missile. I mean, I, I guess you're right. It could be kind of one or the other nuclear, nuclear or not, but like what kind of worry fact, am I talking? The... Are we, are we, are we thinking it's going to hit a building and it's going to take out the building? Or are we thinking it's a nuke and it's going to take out the entire island? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, of right. Hawaii, like, there's some different levels to this that I feel like you'd have to worry about, and it's so. I think the worst part, the absolute worst part, is it took them 40 minutes to finally get out a message. It's like, wait, wait, uh, as a misfire and uh, not not correct. Like 40 minutes of panic. I mean, there was like videos I saw of people putting their kids in like storm drains yeah which by the way parents don't do that that's not going to help <laughs> I don't know I just I, I just don't think that that's going to help if that were to happen um, I mean, it's better than standing on the street right I think radiation would get through st- the storm drain because it was big enough to put your kid through it well this goes back to the original point of what kind of attack is this? Like, if it's a right, nuke, you're sure. right. The radiation, everything, that's not going to do anything. But if this yeah. is just a regular, you know, bunker buster bomb kind of thing, like, right. yeah, it's not going to do much. And we say regular with a grain of salt. We we know it's not regular. It's not a regular thing, at least, that happens to us here in the U.S. And so, yeah. If it happens to you in your country, that I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, but... Man, just, like it, it's one, of, it's it's just one of those things that you 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 read about in the news, and it's partly, it's it's partly like like almost sounds like fiction, like this is a, <laughs> this is something that would like start uh, Independence Day three, because uh, Independence Day two <laughs> sucked, but it was one you know like it's kind of hard to believe that it would happen, but it does make sense with. With all of the things that are happening between North Korea and them sending out missiles with their tests over Japan, um, and you know uh, that uh, fat doof says, "Oh, you know our missiles are so powerful it can reach to the other side of the United States," and my button's really big and on my desk. I'm like, all right, look, <laughs> this need, we're in a bad state of affairs right you, now. You yeah. need to chill. You need to bring it bring it down. I don't yeah. want to go into politics at all, but man. 
No, I'm, well, the thing is, like, and, and again, I, I don't, I don't either. But I, I think this does bring about um, two things that need to be thought about. What do we do in this instance? You know, now that we've had this false alarm where everybody freaked out. You know, here in California, for the most part, every family is supposed to have some sort of uh, evacuation method when it comes to things like earthquakes. Because, you know, we're California County. Uh, well, that's not even a county. But earthquake uh, state, uh, it, it's something that we should all know. This family here, mine, we, we – we, we, well, we, we don't. We should. We will maybe. Um but no one, I don't think, unless you're one of those people that has a bunker already, nobody really has an idea what to do if we were to ever be attacked by this. Um, I know last year, about a year ago, my son was like really upset because he said one of his friends said that North Korea was going to send a missile and destroy California. This was last year, and I told him, no, it's just a, you know, what, what, for lack of a better phrase, it's just a dick-sizing contest. It's it's nothing more than just just talk. That's that's all it is, and um, uh, obviously that that never came to fruition. But the qu- question one: What do we do? What do we really do if this were to happen? Do we have enough time? Like, how fast are these missiles going to the point? Like, okay, here's here's the alert. Do I have enough time to do anything or do I just have to call everybody that's in my phone book and say goodbye and I love them? You know, so I I don't I don't know where that puts us. And the second question is, what kind of changes are going to be implemented on the safety defense side? Because do you know how this happened in the first place? I actually don't. So I saw a mock up of essentially what happens during the shift change because this happened during a shift change between an employee getting off work and an employee getting on to work. During the shift change, every time they're supposed to do a drill. And in the drop down menu, there's an option for nuclear attack and then another option for drill nuclear attack. They're supposed to click on the one that says drill. When you click on the one that says drill, it just tests the uh, the announcement, but it doesn't send a statewide alert to everybody through mobile phones or through TVs and everything. It just tests to make sure it works. This employee, I guess, made a very simple mistake, and I can understand that because we're all human, and sometimes after a 12-hour shift, you just click on the thing that you think you're supposed to click on, you click OK, and then it did this. So, oh, um, I know that right now the Hawaiian government basically said we're, we're revamping a how we do that. But, uh, yeah, I just want, I would just like to know not only what they're going to be doing to make it different, what are other states doing? Like what's California doing? What's Utah doing? What's Nevada doing? You know, like is, do, do we all have... Uh, operating system, do we all have, you know, uh, missile guidance and missile defense systems running on Windows XP or something like that? And, and, (laughs) and, you know, a lot of a lot of our nukes are basically run by floppy disks still to this day. You know, the codes and everything. So it's laughable, but it's not it's it's not far from the truth. So it's. It, the the disadvantages when it when it comes to something like this, I feel like not just the American public, but even myself, I'm concerned about it. But then, 
But then when it comes to the point where I needed to like take action to do something, that's when that's when I my my argument of oh I have other things to do in in the more immediate real life, so I can't really plan that far into the future for Armageddon. Well, the thing is, I also worry about is it's going to turn into a boy who cried wolf situation mm-hmm. of next time this happens, people are going to be like, oh, it's probably another glitch or something when this so time it's, funny, it's actually real. That's funny. You should say that. <laughs> Guess what happened in Japan a couple of days ago? No. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't the defense system. It was more of um, a Japanese news source. So it would be the um, it would be the same thing if CNN put out a tweet saying um, inbound missile from North Korea, and because in J- Japan this this national news source is pretty much the the main news source, I, I everyone uh, took it for for what it was worth and and took it for truth, and there are some videos out there, man, that people are just panicking. Now, luckily, though, it didn't take them 38 minutes to um, have a uh, redact uh, where they redacted that statement. They they, they pretty much retracted. fixed it, uh, retracted it. Thank you, and in in a matter of minutes. But still, man, <laughs> I mean, now it is now we have two instances where they're false alarms. You know the the old adage of the internet is everything runs in threes. So we're now waiting for a third one, but is that third one going to be real or is it going to be fake? All I'm saying is, ladies and gentlemen, get underground and um, uh, put bicycle helmets on. Bicycle helmets. Not even motorbike helmets, but bicycle helmets. My mommy said bicycle helmets will save me if I fall. So I'm going with that. I don't think this is a false situation. So you're liking your iPhone, your iPhone yeah. X, mm-hmm. the X10, <laughs> <laughs> the X10, as it uh, will always forever be known as. Um, but it looks like Apple, Apple's not doing really good in sales. I mean, that's surprising to me. I haven't heard anything about this. Yeah. So apparently, uh, Ming uh, Ming Ji uh, Ming Ming Chi Kuo. From uh, KGI Securities, um, this individual is actually really, really good when it comes to like Apple rumors and Apple leaks. So I definitely take their their uh, insight with uh, with with a lot of weight because for the most part, a lot of the other rumors they've talked about as Apple as a whole company going when it comes to new direction with hardware, um, uh, they've been right about it. But yeah, it says that uh, he he says that basically uh, the iPhone X will um, be uh, lead to cancellation of the model with production ceasing in the summer. So it's not being canceled now, but I wonder if if they're canceling it more because it's like the tenth year anniversary and they kind of want to make it a little, little bit more uh, exclusive. Or if it's really because there just ha- haven't been a lot of sales. Because it's only been out for like, what, three or four months? Yeah, it's only been out for a few months. Um, it could be that they want to keep it uh, 
fancy, like you were saying. Uh, the other thing that I kind of considered was it might be that they just have made enough. Like they kind of slightly overestimated how many would be needed to be sold and they have enough inventory to last them until the next iPhone launch. Um, there's a lot of reasons because it's, it's cancellation of production, right? Not cancellation of being sold. Like they're going right, to no, st- sell through still. Yeah. They're not going to just immediately take it off the shelf and be like, you know, it sucks to be you. You didn't get it in time. It's just weird because even though that we're, we're definitely going to have newer models of the iPhone later on this year, there's only been one, one other phone that they've, um, canceled just after one generation. And that was the iPhone five C. Now, I would argue, I don't think anyone really cared about the 5C. I mean, it was kind of a throwaway iPhone. Uh, it was cute, but, you know, for individuals like you and I, it was kind of a joke of, of the iPhone story, if you will. But this one, is, it's its like a huge, big deal. I mean, this is Apple kind of showing off a bunch of its newer technologies with the Face ID and, and the screen that's slightly curved and slightly goes to edge to edge and then even before the year's up say okay okay cancel um so So uh, did they say that like did the rumor say that they're going to be canceling the whole line of the iphone uh 10 yeah so not not just the um production of the current model but the entire like lineup of like like how they canceled the C they're going to do the same thing I don't understand your question let me try rewording the, the it. C the C had different memory capacities is that what you mean and different no. colors so the two the the thing that I'm talking about is like they're they're canceling production you know they're not they're still going to go like iPhone 10 2019 model or whatever um, oh, I see what you mean. Whereas no. so iPhone the C, 20... they killed the entire thing. So, I mean, the iPhone 10 2019 model probably will not be called the iPhone 10. It'll be the iPhone 10s. So, if we're being nitpicky about that, which you we should, because you know it's Apple. Uh, there are rumors that a second generation phone. Uh, wow, that's not a word. A second generation iPhone 10. Uh, would include a 5.8-inch version, a 6.5-inch version, um, and then like a smaller um, 6.1 uh, replacement for the iPhone SE. But there will be next generations of the iPhone 10. But with regard to the version that came out in 2017, that one seems to be um, canceling its production. Now, why this is interesting is because even till today, they're still producing models of some of the older generation iPhones. And how we know that is because those models are still uh, proliferating through the retail markets and through the wholesale markets. And it's not just because they have a crap ton in the warehouse. They're, they're still selling them um, to individuals that don't necessarily want to spend the thousands of dollars for the newest one, but they're willing to spend a, f- a couple of hundred dollars for the older ones. Now, when you say the older models, which ones do you mean? iPhone 7, for example. Well, yeah, because they're st- still part of their lineup. Like, the... 
I could see them canceling production on this one to move on to the new one because it's supposed to be their like ultra premium, right? You don't right. you don't make the old ultra premium. Whereas like the iPhone seven and stuff, they you know do and and they they do make those older ones, but they also make them to a lesser degree. Like they don't make the same sizes that they offered when they first came out. Um, there's a lot of differences in terms of the production when the iPhone seven first came out and what it is now. Um, so in like, in my honest opinion, this is not really news because this is, this is just what happens to every iPhone after so long, they stop production. Not this quick though. Not this quick though. Every no. iPhone does not stop production after a year. It could like, well, this goes back to the original point of like, this could be the way they're going with their ultra premium phone of like, we're, we're not going to put it on the back burner. Like we did the seven where it's, you know, the, our, our low cost option with the, with the 10 series, it's either the current one or none. So what, what other iPhone would you consider not to be their premium line? Well, with, like originally, if like rewind one year and it was just whatever phone was latest, right? You had the um, the seven and the seven plus; those were their premium phones, and then the six S and the six uh, S plus were their like value options. If you know, I, I understand where you're coming from with the quote unquote value, but that was their you know low cost option. Is this one's like two hundred dollars less than the other one? It's not the newest one, but it's cheaper um the route that i think they're going is we're not keeping around the ultra premium model we're gonna dump the old one and just sell the new one i guess we'll see i i'm not i'm i'm not i don't have this conspiracy thought that something's wrong with apple i just it's just very odd because they don't do this it also it also could be a lack of sales like it is a very expensive phone yeah, and, and that's kind of what's showing that it's coming down to because uh, Apple hasn't released sales numbers just yet, but just going off of a survey from Cohen, um, it looks like the in, uh, the interest of of, the, of this particular phone has has hit an all time historic low. But uh, you know, Apple being Apple, they're going to come back and they're going to have a new device and they're going to completely disregard and move on from from this low point in their 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 history but it's just interesting that you know this this phone kind of had almost everything that a lot of the apple fans wanted um to be able to you know hold over uh, some of the other competitors to the iphone in terms of its feature set and its functionality and whatnot but you know i guess like what you said because it's a thousand dollars almost base price the average person you know can't really see the the point in necessarily investing that much into into a phone and uh you know you and i have had this conversation before we'll spend a thousand dollars flat but then you know when other things come up that seem to seemingly seem to be more expensive in retrospect it's like uh no i I can't spend a thousand dollars for that like okay well then your your priorities aren't straight (laughs) there's a quote from Steve Jobs and don't get me wrong I'm not the biggest like I'm I wouldn't call me an Apple fan but I like their phones but there is a quote that he had um when they I think it was when they first were launching iPad if you want to hear the quote that Quentin is talking about I'll leave it in the show notes it, it's from a uh 
It's, it's from a talk uh, between uh, Walt Mossberg and uh, Karis Wisher, um, who ran, uh, um, all, well, All Things D for a while. And I think this particular uh, summit was at one of their conventions that they generally have here in in California at the at the D8 conference back in 2010 but in essence he's very bullish on making decisions for his customers for them because they feel like they need to push forward and by making certain decisions, it's going to hurt the business, but in the end, it's going to work itself all out. I don't know if the new Apple, Tim Cook's Apple, takes that kind of mantra in, uh, to heart. I do feel like the new Apple is very different than how Steve Jobs would continue to run it uh, were he still be alive today. Oh, especially their laptop lineup. Yeah, yeah. Um. And, but I, I, I think, um, I think some of it still rings true till today. I mean, you, you, you talking about the laptop lineup, I mean, they're, they're moving to USB type C pretty much before everybody else did on a mainstream scale. I know the, the Google pixel, the first pixel laptop, the, the, the pixel Chromebook had USB type C. I know, but let's be real. No one bought that thing. No one should buy that least, thing. No one should, but um, <laughs> if you're gonna if you're gonna spend that amount of money, and uh, you're an Apple fan or you like Macs, then for some of you it was fine, but a huge amount of people because they had to buy a, an official eighty dollar dongle before model price came out with the twenty dollar one. You know, a lot of people were upset about it, but you know. That was a, a number of years ago. Fast forward till now, I don't think that many people are worried about it. You and I sell a product that only has one USB port, and there's not that many people who get worried about that so much anymore because it's Bluetooth and Wi-Fi and you know and whatever else. But I don't know. I uh, yeah. What, what do you think about the quote? Because it is one of your favorites. <laughs> well, the reason I like it is is he's just. He's cutting all the crap, honestly. He's just saying, look, like, if we make a product and people like it, people will buy it. If we make a product people don't like it, they won't buy it. And it's as simple as that. Like, they, he, he's not caring about, like, oh, well, we, we projected these numbers and we actually, like, came close to them or something. You know, he's not he's not beating around the bush. He's just like, look, like, we find out what people like through sales numbers. And, you know what, maybe, maybe with the iPhone ten people don't like it maybe it's true that like this production's actually canceling and they're gonna cut production early and blah 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 but that just goes back to this quote of just like people didn't particularly like it because of one reason or another and they're just gonna move on and i yeah. i hope that tim cook is taking that mantra but if the laptop lineup is anything to look at and take information from it's not the case <laughs> right well, like I say every week, when it comes to predicting the future, I guess we'll have to just wait and see. All right. Well, that's it. Um, as always, man, I always love talking to you, kind of catching up. Because even though you and I work together, we don't we don't always sit down to just have a chat. We only see each other like once a year. 
Well, not just that, but like we, we, you know, we don't even really just call just to, you know, you know, shoot the breeze so much anymore because we're just so busy. You and your raids and me and my other extracurricular work and um, kids, you know, family and whatnot. (laughs) Yeah. Kids. Oh, yeah. I have kids. Forgot about that. Um, But no, it's it's one reason why we started doing this. And I hope all of you listening enjoy it. And uh, we will be back hopefully uh, next next week. I think we're trying to settle on a schedule where we record on Mondays and the podcast goes out on Tuesdays. And, uh, yeah, we'll see how things go. But until then, how can people find you online, Quentin? Find me on Xbox Live or on Twitter at Firewall. All right. And as for me, you can find me on Twitter, LazyTechTony. Uh, Instagram and Twitter. There's a couple of other options as well, too. But if you're into video, I have three different YouTube channels, which you can find in the description, mainly Lazy Tech TV and Lazy Tony Vapes. But until next week, be safe, everybody, and we'll talk to you in the next one. Bye-bye. Have a great evening.